Hi, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we'll be talking about what's under the surface. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. It is the 6th of December, 2021. It is the last night of Hanukkah for this particular year. And I hope that you all have been enjoying time with your family and learning more about Yeshua and all of the different ways that he represents um, himself or is represented in each of these different feasts that we celebrate. Um, We have had such a busy couple of weeks, which is why we're going to be talking about under the surface. But before I get into that, we're going to let you know the tour portion of this week is Vayagash, which means he approached Genesis 44 to verse 18 to chapter 47. Verse 27 is the Torah portion. The half Torah portion is Ezekiel chapter 37, 15 to 28. And then the Brit Hadasha is Luke chapter 24 verses 30 to 48. And we're going to, that continues on with the story of, of Joseph and his brothers and him reuniting with his father. And it's just a beautiful story. And then in Ezekiel, it talks about um, Israel becoming one again. And then in Luke, it's, it's uh, Yeshua appearing back to his disciples and, you know, saying, hey, I, I am, I am, I am, uh, I'm alive, even though I was, uh, killed and I died and was in the grave for three days. I was resurrected and I now am who I say I am. This is the proof. And so that's just a beautiful story right there. Um, we have had, shoot, even people who haven't had, um, what we had the, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had our daughter's, our oldest daughter's sweet 16 birthday and then a couple days after that, we had Thanksgiving. And then a couple days after that, we started Hanukkah. So even without the Sweet 16, I'm sure that you have had a very busy time of it this year. Um, on top of all of those things is also me just trying to continue with my workout schedule and being healthy, which during this time of year is extremely difficult. Um, I really do love my uh, fried foods and I love my Thanksgiving. And I also had a woman in a congregation actually ask me to make gluten-free donuts like I had last year, which I was not planning on it. And so I did. And of course, I had one too many of those yesterday. We had our Hanukkah party at our congregation yesterday, and it went really well. Um, My husband and I actually were in charge of of getting that all set up this year. And I'm just so blessed to have the people around me who are able to help us because we can't do it on our own. And that actually is the premise of this whole podcast uh, today is um, why I called it under the surface. Now I know some of you may or may not feel super excited about Disney. I'm not super excited about it either, but I also believe in not throwing the baby once again out with the bathwater. You know, you take the good and you throw away the bad. And last week, part of the Hanukkah, one of the Hanukkah gifts that we did as a family is we all went to the movies together, which we have not done in a very long time. Um, One, because it's so expensive, and two, because usually there really aren't any movies that we want our kids to watch. So um, my husband and I actually made the decision to go ahead and watch Encanto, which is a Disney movie. And um, for those of you who are, I know I have friends myself who are very much anti-anything magic of any kind, um, 
but to me it's also like look my youngest is 13 years old they are definitely mature enough to understand the difference between reality and fantasy and they understand that this is simply a story not something that is related in reality so we did we watched Encanto it was actually a really cute movie um, there are parts of it that I didn't necessarily care for, but I tell you what, the music itself was fantastic. And for those of you who do know me personally, you know, I am not a crier. I do not cry. And if I do, I make a point of doing it in private, in the privacy of my own home, typically in the shower, if I can really get there. But um, I was crying in the movie theater. It was awesome. Um, I don't know if it was just my emotional state at the time, just because of how hectic everything has been. But um, there was a certain song and it was called surface pressure and i'm not gonna this is not like oh i'm gonna tell you the whole story of the whole movie um but i will tell you it's all about family and this particular family were given gifts these magical abilities and one of them um was for one sister it was strength for another aunt it was being able to control the weather the other one could heal people through the food she made um and then there's this one girl who, you know, doesn't supposedly have a gift. But the song um, is sung by this one sister who is uh, gifted with unbelievable strength. Like, you know, I think in Samson's strength. Like, Samson, Hercules, those are the people that you think of um, who just have all these amazing uh, abilities with, with their physical strength. And um, her son, uh, the song she sang absolutely broke me honestly it did um because it came from such a, a place where i think that we all especially moms um we definitely struggle with finding that balance where we try to be everything to everyone and we forget about ourselves in the process but um really i'm actually going to read a couple of the a bit of the lyrics um, and then we're going to get back to the Bible because that's really what's important. But to try to kind of just give you a premise of my thought process and why I'm even doing this particular podcast. Um, so the, the lyrics, I'm, I'm not doing all of them, just some of them go like this. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. I move mountains. I don't ask how hard the work is. I take what I'm handed, I break what's demanded, but under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three-ring circus. Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. A flaw or a crack, the straw in the stack that breaks the camel back, the camel's back, what breaks the camel's back? It's pressure like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. Pressure that'll tip, tip, tip till you just go pop give it to your sister give her all the heavy things that we can't shoulder who am i if i can't run with the ball if i fall to pressure like a grip 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 and it won't let go pressure like a tip tick tick till it's ready to blow give it to your sister your sister's stronger see if she can hang on a little longer who am i if i can't carry it all if i falter under the surface, I hide my nerves and it worsens. I worry something is going to hurt us. Under the surface, I think about my purpose. Can I somehow preserve this? Line up the dominoes. A light wind blows. You try to stop it toppling, but on and on it goes. But wait, if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, 
Would that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasure? Instead, we measure this growing pressure. It keeps growing. It keeps going. Because all we know is the pressure. Like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. See if she can handle every family burden. Watch as she buckles and bends but never breaks. No mistakes. If the same pressure would have pulled you under, who am I if I don't have what it takes? No cracks, no breaks, no mistakes, no pressure. So obviously that song really got to me, clearly, because I read you like the majority of the lyrics. Um, but it was so meaningful to me because I feel like that a lot of times um, we put too much on ourselves. And we think we have to take on literally the weight of the world. And that's not what God tells us to do. Um, there's a reason that God said it was not good for man to be alone and that he needed a helpmate. Same premise in every single relationship. We are made to be relationable, relationable and relational with those around us. So we're made to help each other, to support each other, to encourage each other. And when you don't have that, you go back to these thoughts like this song is saying where the pressure is just so much and you feel like the weight of the world's on your shoulder and you just can't handle it. Um, and for her, she was struggling because their gifts were failing. They were no longer having these different gifts that they had. They were not working as well as they should. And so she was questioning who she was. Like, if I'm not strong, then who in the world am I? And it was funny because I'm, I'm listening to the song, I'm in the movie theater and I'm crying and God's saying, I'm the one who has the weight of the world on my shoulders and I can handle it. Give your burdens to me and I will give you the rest that you need, which, you know, comes right out of scripture. But, um, you know, and then I was at the gym the next day. And I had been having such a hard time. I had had one of the attacks I talked about in one of my earlier episodes that I, I really don't have very often anymore. And I haven't had one in years and it was terrible. And it was while I was driving the school bus with children in it. And I really felt like maybe I should, you know, pull over because I was having trouble breathing. It was so painful. Um, but thankfully I was just praying through it. I was speaking in tongues. I was just praising God. Like I was doing everything and anything possible just like keep my focus on on and I like, thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you've given me. Even through this pain, I'm going to thank you. And, um, so I was terrible. Like I went home and I slept that whole day until I had to get up again and do my next, uh, bus route route for the, the afternoon. So I was, my body was out for the count. And the next day I went to the gym and, you know, I'd explain this to my trainer. So she, she took it easy on me. This is perspective for you of her taking it easy on me, which actually is literally her taking it easy on me. I really didn't do that much. I did um, some interval training on the rowing machine, but then she had me work on with the sled. Um, for those of you who don't know, they have this sled where you push it and you put weights on it and you just add weights and add weights and add weights until you can't push it anymore. You can even put a person on the sled and you can push a person. Um, so basically I was supposed to do 40 yards 10 times and she would add weight. So she started out with like, and I think the, I don't know how much the sled weighs all by itself, but she would add like 45s and then 10, then 10, then 10 to the point where I was on like the eighth or ninth time pushing this 40 yards. Um, and I was pushing 220 pounds, which is more than I weigh, uh, by a bit. So 
um, I am struggling and I'm struggling and I'm struggling. And so what came to mind was the movie, I don't know if you're familiar with it, called Facing the Giants. It's a Christian movie and it's football based, which, you know, I'm not into, I'm not into sports, but there's a, a, a point in the movie that is so memorable where he's pushing this kid who's doing, who has another kid on his back and he's doing this crawl across the field. And he's like, I just can't do it anymore, coach. And he has him, he has him blindfolded. So he has no idea how far he's gone. And he just, the coach keeps pushing him, keeps pushing him, keeps pushing him till he gets literally across the entire football field with this other kid on his back. And so that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I can push this. Like maybe I should just pretend like one of my kids' lives depended on it. And the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh came to mind and said, what if your life depended on it? And my first thought, because, you know, you have these first immediate thoughts was, I don't know that my life is worth that. I don't, I don't know that I would, I would want to push this weight to save my own life. And Yeshua said, you know, I carried a cross for you and I died on a cross for you. What's 220 pounds on a sled compared to that? Which I know you might think sounds silly, but for me, I need to do um, these workouts. It helps me to not be anxious or to be, be depressed and helps to keep my endorphins up. And so going to the gym is actually really important for me, as it is for a lot of us. Um, and so I'm pushing this weight and I'm like, you know, I'm, at this point, I want to just fall on my knees and just start crying because the spirit is speaking to me you know, that still small voice that sometimes we hear. And I'm like, Lord, like, okay, like that's, that's some perspective for you. Um, and also, you know, it was also like, look, you're not alone. I'm helping you push this. I will be with you. I will not forsake you and I will help you push this. And so to me, like listening to these different things, I was like, okay, I need to change my perspective. You know, I'm not doing this walk alone. Yes. I have my husband and I have my family and I have my congregational family who's helping me. And that's great. But the reality is, I'm not holding the way of the world because I have Yeshua. And we have Yeshua, don't we? So really great verses. I was looking up, you know, the Lord being our strength. And there are so many. Um, a couple that I do want to read to are um, Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Adonai is the eternal God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow tired or weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary. And to one without vigor, he adds might. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But they who wait for Adonai will renew their strength. They will soar up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will not walk and not be faint. So that's a good reminder. Like even when we're weary, Adonai is our strength. And then you go over to Isaiah 41, 10. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then uh, um, when I look, man, I looked up all sorts of different things. And my U version was having some serious issues. But I did, you know, find quite a few Um few verses um, that I really enjoyed and really just encouraged me to remember that even when I'm feeling so weary and so weak, 
under the surface, you know, because we put on this facade, like everything's great. Everything's okay. I actually make a point. I, I typically, I, I do what I, you know, I psych myself up. I, not only did we have Hanukkah party yesterday that my husband and I were the ones getting all situated. We bought gifts for every, all the kids. And, um, the night before I was having a latka and safganio, also known as the, the jelly donuts party, like teaching anyone in the congregation who wanted to learn how to make these things to come to my home. Well, I actually ended up only having one person, which worked out really well because if I had had more, I think I would have lost it. Um, because I had to psych myself up all day. Like maybe I should call and cancel because I was not feeling well. And my mom reminded me like, Erica, you just need to praise God and rebuke Satan and say, you know, Satan, get behind me. I rebuke you. I'm, you're not going to ruin Hanukkah for me. You're not going to ruin this time that I can have with these, you know, this woman. And, um, you know, I started feeling a lot better, but man, when I started out, thankfully my children were very helpful and my husband unfortunately had to work for a good portion of it. But, um, I was sitting in a chair in the kitchen and basically delegating a lot of it. And then once, um, I actually had my guests come over, um, I had enough energy, you know, God strengthened me enough to have enough energy to really be able to, um, do the different cooking, baking things that I was doing, but also to have enough strength to socialize. For me, socialize, uh, socialization is very difficult. Um, communicating with others is not difficult, but the whole social socialization is very difficult for me um, because it exhausts me. It really does. Um, it, it drains me, which is the same thing with our, you know, when we go to Beth Simca, Beth Simca our congregation, um, Typically in the afternoons, I have to take a nap. When I got home last night, I took a two hour nap and my husband had to wake me up and say, Hey, you know, if you don't wake up now, you're probably not going to be able to go to sleep later. So, um, so yeah, it's just remembering, like you can let people know like, Hey, I'm really not feeling that great. You know, being open and honest is not a bad thing, but then also pushing through it and saying, you know what, under the surface, I may be feeling all these things. But that's when we need to turn to Adonai and say, Lord, you are my strength. You are my provision. When I grow weary, I know that you strengthen me. So thank you for doing that. Even when you don't feel like you're you're getting strong, you still thank him for it. And like Psalms 28, 7, Adonai is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I was helped. Therefore, my heart leaps for joy and I will praise him with my song. So I, it's just so important. I think the other thing uh, I really, uh, the other verse that I, I really liked was 2 Corinthians 12 verses 10, which says, for Messiah's sake, then I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in distresses, in persecutions, in calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong because I'm strong in Adonai. He is the one who strengthens, the, strengthens us when we're having these situations, when we're going through these terrible situations. Um, for me, it's a constant battle with my body. My mind is strong and my body is weak. So I'll have moments where my mind is wide awake, but my body is like, we need to shut down now because we're tired and we need to take a break. Um, and it happens a lot more often than not lately, but I'm also having some good days too. And I praise God for those moments. And I praise God even when I'm not having those moments, because I know that I'm here for a purpose and a reason that I know that the Lord is my strength. And so I just wanted to kind of share that with you to encourage you that even when you're feeling defeated and when you're feeling 
week and just overwhelmed with life to remember that we need to let go of all those things that are under the surface and give those to Yeshua. Lay those at the foot of the cross, the the altar, the throne of Yeshua, of Adonai, and say, Lord, help me to give these to you. I'm letting go and letting you be in control. Preaching to myself here, not just to you. Um, great reminders for myself as well. That's what the Lord laid on my heart for this week. I pray that you have a great last night of Hanukkah. Um, this week is going to be busy for me just at, at work because I've got a couple of field trips and some sporting events I get to drive to, but I'm just encouraged to know that no matter what I'm struggling with, even with the pressures of life, I know that I do not walk alone and that Yeshua walks with me every step of the way. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction that you can find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his grace and his peace. Bashem Yeshua Sashalom in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. May you have a blessed week. And I hope that you will tune in again next time. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E is an Echo, L is in Lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at protonmail.com. You can also leave me a one-minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica LaCasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.